Welcome, team, to episode 12 of the KG Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Pat. What's going on, brother? Luke, every day's a blessing, my man. Another Sunday, another fun day, man. What's up with you? Dude, it feels crazy to say episode 12. Man, we got to a half dozen. We're half dozen. We got to a full half dozen. dozen. <laughs> we got to a half 24. We got to a full dozen. Come on. Hey, hey, thank God we got an educated man coming on to set you straight with the numbers here in a minute. I'm about to uh, say, I'm about to say, I have the numbers mixed up. But yeah, <laughs> anytime that we can get to 12 episodes, man, yeah. happy as heck to be doing this still with you, Luke. How was the weekend? Dude, it was good. Uh, Hung out with some friends last night. One of my buddies is back in town. He's been in Colorado for a couple months, so good to see him and good good to hang out with him. And you said Brody was in the mix last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's flying back out tomorrow, but, you know, I hung out with him from Thursday to, to this morning. So he got enough of me this weekend for sure. Knowing Brody, we got to hit another Culver's drive through soon. Hey, oh, God, too. That's a it must. Would have to be, it would have to be a must, another Cubs game. I like that guy. I like that. <laughs> Cool, yeah, cool. dude. He has he always has nothing but positive things to say about you, also, as well. So, you know, <laughs> look, your circle's strong, man. That's why we do stuff like this. But uh, I got a shout out last week a little bit. Um, Electric Factory with Zach Gale. I know you were fired up about that last week. Yeah, man. He I love that he didn't let the results from his situation dictate his process. To me, that was something that was just fire for him, man. He, he just kept grinding. He kept going. He knew what he wanted to do, and he did it, you know? Agreed. And this goes back to last week's episode, but just understanding that his story wasn't finished yet. Like, even behind the scenes when things got pretty dark, he found that light. And I think that was uh, something that goes exactly with the keep going mantra. So shout out Zach Gale. Shout out the exceptional community out in Elk Grove, man. And, uh, Enjoyed 100%. it. Shout out to Zach's network too. Um, man, not only the local people, but from his foundation and everything. Awesome stuff. And if you haven't followed us on social already at the KG podcast, thousands of similar minded, like minded folks are on there with the same message. We're trying to egg the stigma one step at a time. Yeah, hundred percent. Hey, before we get started, you know, we are not psychiatrists. We're not psychologists, even though today we're bringing on a guy that's going to be one here soon. Um, we're excited to have him on Terrence Tarver. Uh, we'll introduce him here in a couple minutes, but you know, we aren't those guys. We're just a couple of ex athletes trying to help some athletes out right now. So that's kind of what we're about. Right, Pat? No, no doubt. It's finding people that are more qualified. He'll probably yeah. tell me how many eggs are in a dozen of eggs. I'm hoping. Yeah, <laughs> gosh, I hope so. <laughs> but without further ado, let's go to the mental health segment of the week. So Luke, I'll start us off, man. What helped your mental health this week? Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I just I kept journaling, dude. It was a it was a huge hit last week, and uh, I treated myself to a nice journal. Um, I can't remember the exact brand. It's not Moleskin. It's the other one that's like Moleskin, but it's super high quality. And just just I needed to get fired up about it, and uh, that was that was doing it for me. So it kept me going. No, for sure, for sure. And anything you'd like to share with the listeners? You know what pen you're using? Any prompts? Oh, dude, I am. I'm using uh, where's this thing at? It's a Pilot. I got it right here in the backpack. Hold on. Oh, Pat. the pilot. We already Keep know it's going to be fire. Keep me rolling. Keep me rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got the precise V5 in some parts. And then we've got a, a varsity uh, fountain pen mm. for a little little cursive very, action. You know. Very nice. Any prompts? <laughs> you still kind of free willing. Free willing it. Um, I'm going to get into some prompts, though, because I find that I don't have much to say to myself sometimes. So maybe some prompts will get some juices flowing. 
I love that. And if you ask anybody out here in the shy, I'm the list. I'm the journal guy. Like I have a lot of like just random notepads all over my place when I have a thought. So Luke, stay with that, man. It's definitely helped my morning routine. Um, to go with what I did last week, this one was, I, I don't know, it's different than other weeks. A lot of the times I'm focusing more on balance. This week, I focused a lot on my diet. I'm trying to find okay. ways I can incorporate high dopamine levels into my diet um, from breakfast, lunch, and of course, dinner. So, you know, mix it in some more blueberries and pineapples, strawberries, things like that. Swap in salmon for the traditional chicken or ground beef. Trying to find things that raise my dopamine levels and also finding foods and drinks that don't help me. Um, yeah. I think alcohol has been one of those that hasn't helped me of late. And I'm trying to, you know, do it in moderation and keep it with perspective. So a couple uh, great taste, less fillings last night on Brothers Banquet, but also doing things like staying hydrated and high dopamine levels of drinks and uh, food yeah, as well. sweet. I'm rolling in here with a tad bit of a headache. I had a couple beers last night. That's the way it goes. And, you know, you got to pay for that and not the best thing in the world, huh? That's all right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about that balance piece and understanding what works for you. And that's why we're here. We're all different. We're all trying to figure this out as we go. So without further ado, Terrence Tarver is in the building. Luke, introduce your guy, man. Dude, I'm super pumped to have Terrence on. Um, he's at, working towards his PhD in psychology at the University of Tennessee. He's from Columbus, Georgia. Dude, Terrence, pop on here, man. What's up? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Glad to be here, man. Yeah, it's good to have you, Terrence. Good to have you. Uh, running, you were probably in first place for guests with the best name so far. Terrence Tarver. That's a name right there. Dude. <laughs> Not even a question. Terrence, <laughs> I, he sends over your bio. I'm like, one, this guy played some football. And two, what a football name. So I'm juiced up, if you can't tell. Let's go. Yeah. You know, I appreciate it. I've never got that compliment. So thank you for the first to, to put that there with us. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Terrence, we love, we love having people on here. We love talking to people about their life. But before we get into, like, interview questions or anything, did you do anything this week to help your mental health? Yeah, definitely, man. I did a couple of things. Um, one thing I did was really be conscious about scheduling my weekend, you know, because as a grad student and just as people, we have so many different obligations in our lives, man. So even when it comes to the weekend, you really don't have time off. So being very intentional about scheduling that time off of, I'm not going to work from this time to this time and take it to do something I want to do. Uh, I've gotten more and more into mindfulness, you know, really just doing a little one or two minute meditations when I first wake up or right before I go to bed. Uh, huge mindfulness guy uh, from here. And then also, man, I've been listening to this audio book called uh, uh, Black Men's Affirmations that I found on Amazon. Really just helps with the mental health, you know, helps to reinstill that self-worth, you know, that motivation you know, and just that, that, that pride of, you know, embracing my identity. So 100%, those are the things I've been doing. That gets you fired up. That. Definitely. Yeah. I'm writing that down so I can throw that in the bio for everybody to go check out. No Sweet. doubt. No, no. Um, no, I love no, that, dude. I absolutely love that. Um, so yeah, you haven't met Pat before. This is finally, we're at episode 12 and, and it's somebody that I knew that Pat didn't know. So we're finally here. <laughs> hey, we're, we're back to that two man group. Luke's running big time question pointed. 
So far, so good, man. So far, yeah. so good. Yeah. And uh, Terrence, before we move on to the interview, dude, how many eggs are in a dozen of eggs? Just so you can tell Pat. <laughs> <laughs> well, if my uh, Muscogee County education serves me correctly, I have to say 12. <laughs> hey, you got it. about a baker's dozen. Oh, God. We got 13. So, yeah. Hey, that's too yeah, common. Hey, we got to have the test. We got to have the basics down before we get all that. <laughs> I got to say this, man, with everything going on in the economy, how much is a 12 rack of eggs costing you where you're at? Oh, oh man. Too much. Too, too much. I was about to say, Luke, too much. Too much. It's like this. I'm not making many omelets these days. Yeah, 100%. Fair enough. 100%. Hey, Pat, you want to get us going on the interview, man? Yeah, man. So Go. I got to say, Terrence, it's always good to have someone on here with a football background. We've had football guys on in the past. We spot out, you know, Rich Jurgen, my brother, for example. And they always bring the juice. But a lot of the times it started early on. Tell me when you knew, hey, it was going to be football. How did you know you, you know, when did you realize you love sports? Walk me through some early Terrence Targer. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I'm no different from those guys, man, man. It started – early before I could even, you know, legally play in a football league. Man, I remember watching football with my dad, you know, just learning all the teams in the NFL at like three years old. Uh, my dad was a huge, is a huge uh, Falcons fan, so started watching the Falcons. Um, then I got into college football, and that's where, you know, a lot of my love, I do enjoy college a little bit more than I enjoy NFL, but you know, playing football was just – I knew from an early age that I wanted to play. Uh, but my first sport I started out with was actually baseball. Uh, so I started out with baseball, started with football. Once I got into high school, I did some other sports. I did wrestling. I also did um, field events for track and field. But football was always my main sport, man. It was just, it was just an early love of the physicality of the sport the competitive nature of the sport, the athleticism of the sport, you know, and just, you know, it, it was a, a perfect blend for me and what I want to do in a physical activity. 100%. Terrence, love, love that. that, man. And you'll learn very quickly on this podcast that, you know, obviously Luke was a college soccer player. I was a college baseball player. We all messed around with different sports. Do you feel like growing up playing multiple sports helped you get where you were trying to get? I mean, I think that played a huge role in understanding that. 100%. And I will go on record and let any youth uh, athlete, any parents of youth athletes know, do not make your kids specialize early. Let pigeonhole. Kids play, exactly. Do not pigeonhole your kids. Let your kids play as many sports as they would like to because not only do you get exposed to various sports, but a lot of these skills that you need within these sports go across multiple sports. Mm -hmm. Also, you get the social function. You get to, you know, uh, um, be with more teammates, form more relationships, uh, and studies show because I, I my background is in sport and exercise site. You know, research within that shows that overall you have better athletes, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally as well than athletes who specialize in just one sport. Because even think about it, let's say you've been doing – for the sake of for the argument, let's just say football. You've been doing football since you were five until high school, and then you no longer can do that sport. 
Well, you've been focused on that one sport this whole time. You haven't branched out to any other sports, much less branched out to any other interests. So now you're in that space where your athletic identity is so high that you're kind of in a lost space of what do I do? Kind of like if you all watch Friday Night Lights, Booby Miles. Yeah. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. Star athlete, star football player, knew he was going to a Division One program, and unfortunately towards ACL, and back in during those times, a torn ACL was the end of your career. Mm-hmm. But because he was doing so much with that football, he didn't branch out to any other things. And so we see that loss of identity there. So 100% play as many different sports, do as many different activities, just so you can find out what you like to do. Yeah, I love that. I love that piece about identity, man. That's something we've talked about a hundred times on here so far. What you got for that, Pat? Luke, the first snippet when Terrence opens up, man, I'm already loving this. Like, oh yeah, there's there's a genius. so many golden a nuggets there. Like getting coached differently in each sport, taking different mental takeaways that build into your future self, and then the identity piece with Booby Miles, fantastic, Terrence, and I. Let's keep moving. I mean, damn. Okay, so we go through that. We get into high school football. At at this point, you're playing well. You're probably on track to play not only college football, but at the scholarship level. Walk me through from, like, freshman year on when you're like, okay, here we go. Here come the school. Yeah, so freshman year, I'm not trying to brag or anything. Freshman year was the only time that I have not started in my entire football career. And I understand why, because we we had some monsters, man. I mean, if you yeah, well, know, Shout the high school out. Shout the high school. Uh, yeah, shout the high, high school. Yeah. Shout high school, Columbus, Georgia, man. And we didn't finish the way we wanted to finish. We had a tough schedule that year. I mean, we were playing – we were a 3A school playing uh, six and seven A guys at the beginning of the year in Georgia and Alabama. And if you know anything about Georgia, Alabama football, it's rough. Dogs. Yeah, dogs, 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 dogs. The amount of college and pro players that come from those programs is it, it, it's astronomical, man. So we we started out rough then. Sophomore year, I got my first taste of really starting. Still went against dogs, so you know I didn't have the greatest year, but you know it's a learning curve. You know I learned a lot from that year, and that's one thing I I press for all of my clients. Man, you got to go through those failures to get those to get to those successes. So. Sophomore year yeah. was rough, but I appreciate every bit of it, you know, because I learned a lot from there. Junior year, I'm starting getting it rolling now, you know. The scouts are coming in. Um, had a couple of different scouts from uh, Furman, UT Chat, Georgia Southern came in to see me at school. I got letters from various other schools, including some Ivy League schools, because my, my my grades were uh, good as well. Um but, yeah, junior year is when everything just started clicking, man. Just started rolling. I'm having my best season so far. Get done with that. I get uh, honored as being a member of the All-By-City first team uh, as offensive lineman. Uh, senior year, I got so many high hopes, man. They're going to put me at D-line. That's my natural position. I've always played nose or one technique. That's what all the colleges were looking at me at for as well. And then two weeks before we uh, – start the season against our biggest rival central uh high school in phoenix city uh something happens yeah, yeah. What? something happens something happens, something happens. Mm-hmm. so what they found out is that i have a heart condition called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy and for those who don't know what that is it's also known as hcm 
it's pretty much when one of the uh, I can't remember the ventricles or anything of that nature, but one of the sections of the heart has too much muscle in it and it constricts blood flow. So too much activity or just getting hit in the heart or anything like that could be fatal. So it's very much like um, athlete's heart, where it's just too much muscle around it. So that effectively ended any of my hopes for playing college football. But the funniest part is, I guess word doesn't get around quick in NCAA because <laughs> that spring, I kid you not, I had like three coaches call me and say, hey, I see you haven't committed yet. And I was like, yeah, I got to ask this <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, man, I, I would love to come be a, an assistant. Exactly. I would love, I like, I love yeah, yeah. And they were Division One. they were like uh, the, uh, the FCS schools. Like, yeah, still, yeah. I was like, yeah, I would love to come play for you, coach. But uh, let's see what had happened was. Terrence, um, <laughs> yeah. stop here for me because, wow. So let's go back to early years for a second. You, you are, man, wow. Humble, like all the rest of our guests, you've been modest. You come right out and say it. You weren't playing early on in high school. And you had to get through that to get these opportunities as a junior and senior for our younger listeners and for someone maybe even at a nine to five that's getting beat by the guy next to him, or maybe it's his buddy getting the promotion instead of him, any situation. What did you do during those underclassmen years mentally and physically that allowed you to get to that point as a junior and senior when the D one spot started coming in? Yeah, man. So I think the first thing was to be honest with myself and see that, all right, this guy's getting looked at by like Georgia Tech and LSU. There's no way I'm about to go start in front of him as a freshman who is just entering puberty. Like, this is a grown man we're talking yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah. But you have to be realistic about yourself and where are you? Where's your skill set? Have you reached your potential? And if not, what can you do to maximize every bit of natural talent that you have? And also don't be afraid to ask for help. I would ask my coaches, hey, coach, what can I work on? When I went to camps, coach, what's something I can work on to make me better? And coaches, once they see that you are willing to put in the work and the effort, will work with you. But you have to have that mindset of I'm willing to do what it takes with that as well. And also, sometimes, man, it's just not your time, but you don't let that discourage you because when your time is up, when is your time, you have to be ready for it. We see it all the time with all with not just sports, but other areas as well. One person goes down, it's your time. All right, kid, are you ready? This your time to shine. Now you've been asking me for mm -hmm. four or five months now. Hey, coach, I need playing time. We need you right here. What you gonna do? Yeah. Luke, how great is that perspective from a guy like myself and a guy like yourself that we didn't play right away either and played sparingly at times throughout our college career? Luke, anything to chime on that, man? That speaks to me. Wow. Yeah, no, 100%. I think it just speaks to the maturity Terrence had. Like, to me, that's that's as mature as you can get as a freshman in high school because I, I played at a very small high school in Eastern Kentucky for soccer. I was the big shot there, you know, so I didn't really have that introspective piece, right? And so I, I went to college with kind of a skewed perspective on what, you know, a star athlete was, and then I wasn't playing in college. And so we talk about that identity um, through playing different sports and through, you know, accepting different roles on a team. 
and that's something that killed me. So just knowing that you had to look at yourself and know, hey, this guy's better than me right now, but I'm going to do all the work I can to get to where he's at in the future or maybe even better. Checking your ego at the door yeah. and realizing that this is one of my brothers and I'm going to absorb this like a sponge to get where he's at mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally to be able to chase your dream. So then junior and senior year, you get there. You're there and the heart condition comes in. The ACM comes in. So now you've gone from pond scum to division one. You are ready to chase that dream and it's taken away. Tell our listeners how you responded because for the first 10 minutes of knowing you, Terrence, you're stronger than how I would have done this and Luke. So how did you get through it? How did you get through that? Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, Pat, I'm young with you. It was not easy by any means. I think what helped me is that I had a great social support system during that time as well, man. Not only my parents, my teammates, my friends, my brothers, you know, helped me throughout that time. My coaches helped me throughout the time. Teachers would just come up and, you know, just give, you know, words of support and encouragement as well. So I think I I don't think I would have got through it as well as I did if I didn't have that strong support system, man. And even I can't lie to you today, even, you know, sometimes today I'm thinking, man, what could have? You know, it, it doesn't leave. You know, you just find a better way to cope with it, you know. I understand, yeah, that could have happened, but the life that I have now is just as good as what I could have had with that as well. So that's one of the things. And then secondly, man, you have to have – this goes back to the, the, the athletic identity piece. What are you doing outside of athletics that if the athletic career is taken or when you decide to retire or, if in my case, have an unfortunate uh, ending of, of your career, what do you do now? And so I was looking at I tried to branch off and do different things throughout school. I don't want my grades good. Uh, I was also a part of a broadcasting and video productions uh, 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 program at my high school as well. Um, also tried different things like uh, 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 acting when I was younger, uh, you know, oh. just doing different things to see where my interests lie. And so even when I was in high school, man, my, the, the career that I wanted changed drastically over the years, man. This went from sports analyst to anesthesiologist to coach to physical therapist uh, to president, like I like government. <laughs> so no, for real, it's it's changed so many different times, man. But I think that's a credit to I was able to kind of get out and see what I wanted to do in life and just what I wanted to be interested in. So that's a major piece right there, that athletic identity piece of what do you do, what plans do you have after you play your sport? Because for all athletes, we all play our last down, our last play, our last match. <laughs> one day mm -hmm. so what do you do after that 100 that's a, that's a question run everybody's got to answer that mm -hmm. back Luke. <laughs> run that back come oh, man. on yes. hey, i wish Luke. we weren't going i wish we weren't going 30 minutes because i think terrence could tell us about i think we could fix all the world's problems in about an hour and a half here <laughs> Luke, <laughs> give, me, Luke, Luke, give, me, give me some takeaways there because once again we do this terrence Every couple episodes where we're just smiling like goofs on yeah. Zoom. 
well, when someone's the social support system, man. It's the social support system. It, it's what keeps everybody going, right? You, it's hard to keep you. It's hard to lift yourself up. You need other people picking you up and taking you through life. Um, but the identity piece, the identity piece, the identity piece, the identity piece. That's you have to know where you're going in life. You have to be able to ask yourself, who do I want to impact? Terrence had huge aspirations in every fact. I know it changed a ton of different times, maybe five or 10 times, but man, every single one of those things you listed was making a positive impact on other people. Um, and that, that's something that I take away from it. And now you're landing on, is it sports psychology? Exactly. So what I'm here, uh, UT now is counseling psychology. Okay. Counseling psychology. But again, like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a positive reinforcement of other people, right? Like you are, everything you've wanted to do in your life has been trying to lift other people up. And I love that dude. Absolutely. Terrence, I agree. I agree. Terrence, just a couple of takeaways that I took. One, understanding that, like, when this all happens, it wasn't time to be the victim. It wasn't time to, come on, I was this close. No, it was, okay, football was a huge part of my life, but it wasn't my life. Like Luke said, it wasn't your identity. You leaned on your family. You leaned on your friends. You leaned on your strength in the moment to find other things because you established those habits. Gosh, that's way beyond your years at that point. Amazing. Amazing. I appreciate it, man. I'll be honest with you. Like I said, when I said it wasn't easy, some of that came into, into mind as victim mentality. I was just there. I was mm. right there at the cusp of realizing it. And I think that's the hardest piece for a lot of people is that you think about how much work you put into realizing this dream and something out of your, out of your context, something out of your control happens. It feels like it's all for nothing. Mm -hmm. What we reframe that thought to, to be in a positive way is, well, if I put this much work into this, who says I can't put this same amount of work into something else and have it go right? Yeah. Love that. Yep. Yeah, and while we're on that train of thought, Terrence, we've, we've dug pretty deep here. Tell me your keep going moment. Mm. I'll give you one. Um, this happened going through my master's program. So I'm at Georgia Southern, finishing up my master's program for my sport, uh, sports science master's. And the last thing I have to do is a thesis. And... Fellas, I tried that thesis. I tried it. I tried it. I tried it. <laughs> COVID came. I tried it some more. And at one point, I said, you know what? I've done all I can do with this at this point. So let's see what else I can do with this. So I talked to my advisor. We came up with a plan that I would go an internship. Again, having those, those connections, networking, having people in your corner. Was able to find a place here that... Um, my advisor here at UT knew well, was able to do some work with them for internship, and I'm continuing to do work with them as well. So my keep going moment was not letting that master's thesis ruin my whole dreams of what I have going on now, that I can circumvent those troubles and find different avenues with those relationships that I've formed to be able to get to the same goal but a different route. Your story wow. wasn't over yet, brother. No. 
And it's still that, you know, I'm still working, you know, a couple more years for I realized this part of the dream and then we'll go from there. It's just about taking it one goal at a time, one process goal at a time. And I know that I know that thesis grind. Uh, I, I had to do a small, a very small thesis for my my bachelor's at Maryville College. Everybody does one. And mine was only 40, 45 pages. So dude, I can only imagine what a what a, a master's thesis was going to look like. And that it is mentally taxing. So not letting that get you down is, is a absolutely that's a feat right there. I'm, I'm proud of you for that one. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. <laughs> All right. No, Terrence, I love that, man. Uh, there's so much good stuff here, and we're just unpacking it all, man. I, I keep smiling the more we go through this. So we got to that point now where we're through college ball, would have been college ball. We get to early adult life. Here we are. At this point, you're obviously at UT. Tell our listeners a little bit about what you're doing and why it's such a big deal that you're here today. Yeah, man. So I'm finishing up my uh, PhD in counseling psychology and pairing that with my master's in sports psychology to do work in both just, uh, you know, the sports mental health field, but also to work with, you know, marginalized and underfunded communities as well, man. You know, I believe that a lot of, well, let me back that up. I believe that sports is a microcosm of life. Okay. Where you see different struggles that people go through, the competitiveness of it, the raw emotion of sport. You also see that in life as well, man. And sport is a way to allow people to share their stories and to be able to share their history and to share their culture with the world. And I want to be able to do that for non-athletes as well. So being able to serve people who aren't, you know, or aren't privileged to get the mental health that they need whether it's underfunded, underserved communities. Uh, so I'm a big uh, community health advocate, uh, being able to provide people with the needs that they that they need and also be able to give people a platform to be able to tell their stories that we don't get to hear, you know. So those are my biggest things, being the catalyst for others. And also my biggest thing, the reason I got into this field, man, is I like to help people connect the dots of their life. You're the expert of your life. You have all your lived experiences, good, bad, or indifferent. I'm just here to kind of help you connect the dots to kind of see, okay, how do these things connect and how can we go from where we're at now? Yeah, people Man. have the answers. You're just guiding them down that road. I love mm-hmm. that. I never thought about it that way. I love that. Yeah, I don't give answers. I, you, you can ask, well, I, I, you won't know who my clients are, but any client I ever had will tell you, I don't give you an answer. I let you come up with your answer because – it's more important that you come up with the answer because it means more to you than if I just spoon feed you the answer. Nice. Nice. You're, you're not a problem solver. You're a servant leader. I like that. I like that. Everything, everything in Terrence's life has been service. I love it, man. I love it. (laughs) Man, I'm, I'm blown away, man. Like this is fantastic. Fantastic. And I know our listeners are going to feel the same. Luke, before I wrap this up, man, um, we'll go through some stuff here. Luke, anything to add on this before we go to that? 
Dude, I just I'm so glad that we got somebody on here that actually knows what they're talking about when it comes to psychology, you know, and can give the guys some some really, you know, certified tips on here and, and a guy that's been through so much and and had to do it himself and he knows it works. So we appreciate yeah. you, Terrence, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's piggyback on that, Terrence. So you're gonna impact thousands of people today. If anyone needs to get in touch with you or they want some more information about how to work with you. Promote yourself, man. You took time out of your Sunday. Yeah. Talk about yourself a little bit. Don't be too humble for me. <laughs> gotcha. I got you, fellas. Uh, so one thing I know is a lot of your guests do, they have the Instagram handle. I don't have Instagram. I just don't take a lot of pictures. So I was like, there's no <laughs> point in me having one. Uh, but you can always find me on Facebook, just Terrence Tarver. Cool. Uh, also email Tarver at yahoo.com. Uh, feel free to ask me any questions. I also do uh, mental health, uh, mental performance coaching uh, with athletes from all ages. So you know, if you need, if you need it, anybody else you know needs it, uh, child, adult doesn't matter. Uh, just you know, shoot me an email, Terrence Period Tarver at yahoo.com, or you can find me on Facebook at Terrence Tarver. Sweet man, awesome. if you get blown up for this, you know. Just be looking out for those emails because people need that right now. People need that. They do. Hey, man, it's, it comes with that. That means that I have plenty of people to work with and to continue to affect change. Yeah. Unreal perspective. Terrence, I love that, that man. It, it just screams. It just screams the fact that you're here for a reason to impact others and positively stamp their lives. Me in the Zoom room today, that's for sure. Terrence, before I wrap up here, I'll be conscious of your time. It's a Sunday. You are doing countless other things. Last question. If you had to tell younger Terrence Tarver something that you know now, what would you tell your younger self? Mm. Mm, that's a good question, Pat. Uh-huh. Uh, he always hits people with this one. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> he hits me with that one. <laughs> I will say two things. You have to accept the good with the bad. And in the words of Muhammad Ali, rumble, young man, rumble. Hey, I love that. <laughs> I love that, man. Hey, and this is the, the cadence that we're going to rumble at, man. Sign me up, dude. Sign me up, man. I, Terrence, I love it. Luke, great connect, man. Tell your boy how much we appreciate him, man. Yes, sir, Terrence. Hey, man, we'll, we got to get you back on for another one, man. You got so much knowledge that we could just keep going with this. That's like I was saying earlier. This could be a two-hour interview. We still wouldn't cover everything. So we appreciate you taking time out of your Sunday and scheduling us in that weekend like you were talking about. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, no problem, fellas. No problem at all, man. You know. Like I said before we started the show, man, I'm I'm glad to see what you all are doing with mental health and sports, mental health athletes. It's a field that needs a lot of more representation. So, you know, congratulations to you all for 12 episodes a dozen. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. Baker's dozen next that week. You want me back, man. Just let me know. Yes, Thanks. sir. Appreciate you. My boy, keep going, baby. Keep going. Keep going. Right. Keep going, fellas. Yes, sir. Right. Luke. I'm going to tell you right now, man. I'm juiced up, dude. What do oh, you got? Absolutely crushed it. Absol I mean, absolutely crushed it. Uh, I got nothing, man. But, hey, 
Let's keep moving. I know we yeah. are on that schedule. Oh, I know. Give me we're, the we're ad read, now. baby. Give me the ad read. Yeah. Okay. CNC, BNC, homegrown design and homegrown apparel out of Chicago or not Chicago area. Oh my gosh. Where are they at? Where are Troy, they at? New York. Troy, Troy, New, New York. York. We got Troy, it. New York. Look, we're switching up the vibe. We're getting a new dining room table. We're getting a new coffee table for the living room. Okay. We're getting new coasters to put on that coffee table. And we're getting some good, nice, light roast beans to put on that cup, uh, on that coaster. I mean, CNC and BNC are going to hook you up. Head over to that website that we're going to have in the show description and just just talk to them, man. Bounce some ideas off of them. They're super creative ladies. They'll get you hooked up. Oh, absolutely. CNC, one of our former guests, Christy Nassipney Cicero, awesome lady, awesome friend of the pod. Get in there. Find some stuff. Maybe you blew Valentine's Day and you got to figure it out. Maybe you got some holidays coming up, some birthday stuff. Who knows? Luke, awesome ad read as always. Let's go into the social media shout out of the week. And this one is pretty cool. Yeah. Dalvin Bros out of the New Orleans Saints CFL player. You want to tell the people a little bit about that? Yeah. So it was actually kind of what Terrence was touching on earlier um, combining mental health with the sport, right? So, um, and getting some more representation. I watched this little uh, interview with the, the news anchor, and he was like, mental health has been you know, severely underrepresented in the New Orleans area where he's from. And uh, he just wanted to give back to the people. So he's doing a football and mental health awareness camp for kids. Uh, I can't remember the ages. It was real young to, to high school, though, I'm pretty sure. Um, and, and just, you know, he talked about his struggles in, in the NFL and, and how he didn't really understand much about mental health until almost like the last couple of years he was playing when he got a counselor and, and got a therapist. So, you know, it's, it's great that he's doing that for his community. Yeah, we talked about it with Tom Brady a couple weeks ago. It's it's the more big names that talk about this. They, right, wrong, or indifferent, they have more of a reach. They have more of a voice. So anytime a defensive player that played a couple of years in the NFL for a great franchise starts running kids' camps for mental health as the focus, you know we love that. So well, hey, in man, the spirit they, of having parents <laughs> on, we had to have – Go exactly. Ahead, ahead. There's a reason we have guests, right? We need right. we need networks. We need people to to reach their people. <laughs> That's it, man. And Delva Bro is the prime example of getting out of his community and making an impact. And it got a lot of media coverage locally and nationally. So shout out Delva Bros. Keep going, man. Love that stuff. Luke, no questions this week to my understanding, correct? No, they knew Terrence was gonna take care of everything for him this week. Oh, thank God Terrence put us on his back like a young Kobe <laughs> today. Literally yeah. loved it. We'll get some questions next week. Look at our socials. We're asking for questions. Luke wants some questions, so keep firing those out. I know. I want to answer some cool. stuff. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, we do have some stuff coming up next week. Fired up for next week, too, with Jackie Tripp coming on, original AP32 member. That's right, dude. AP, shout out AP. We got to give them a lot of love, man. Yes, accountability partners forever. But Jackie's coming on. We love her. Big friend of the pod. And also, we do have a charity shout out this week from Morgan's Message. Morgan's Message, before we go into anything, amazing space for mental health awareness, not only for athletes, but for families across the country. So Morgan's Message, we love everything you guys do regionally and nationally. And they have some charity stuff coming up with a local marathon. We're going to throw the notes into the show notes, throw that link in the show notes, make sure we're supporting them. So if you guys got a dollar you find in the couch or 
maybe uh, you win a NASCAR race today, Luke. Daytona 500 is yeah. going on. <laughs> Give some money to them. I'm going to donate on behalf of the KG podcast. But Morgan's message, thank you for everything you guys do and hitting opponent. Everyone else has been so great since we got in the space. Yeah, again, you could, I can't be thankful enough for, for all the love that we've been getting. So we appreciate everybody that's reached out and commented and, and just showed love over the last couple months. No doubt, no doubt. I know I get fired up every week when I got people sending me social media messages about how they're listening on the way to work or they're sharing it with a family member. They're talking about how it related with their day. That's why we went out to do this. We wanted mm-hmm. to end the stigma. We wanted to share the good word and let people know they're not alone in this. So Luke, anything before we wrap up, man? Hey, man, I've just been super excited to chop it up with you. Super excited to listen to Terrence's viewpoint on some stuff. And, you know, as always, just keep going, buddy. Keep going, baby. Love you, brother. Love you, too. Boom. Killed it.